A massive new report from ABC News has revealed that sources close to Jack Smith's investigation into Donald Trump have revealed that Trump allegedly told a billionaire member of Mar-a-Lago nuclear secrets about the United States submarine fleet months after he left office. Let me read you this. The uh, billionaire's name is Anthony Pratt. And Mr. Pratt runs a multi-billion dollar shipping company, one of the largest here in the United States, but he is an Australian national. And according to the reports, Mr. Pratt has been interviewed by Jack Smith and his team multiple times just this year, where he was told, by the way, all this stuff Trump told you, um, don't tell anybody else. And uh, Pratt had to tell them like, okay, I mean, from this point forward, I guess, but just so you know, (laughs) Pratt described Trump's remarks to at least 45 other people, including six journalists, 11 of his company's employees, 10 Australian officials, and three former Australian prime ministers and a partridge in a pear tree, right? So he's like, yeah, um, about that whole not telling people about this, just so you know, uh, here's the whole list of people I've already told, but I, I'm told I, like, I'm not going to tell anybody else the nuclear secrets of the United States submarine fleet that Donald Trump told me over dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, the reason by the way, that Donald Trump was even talking about this is because Mr. Pratt had suggested, according to the report that, Hey, maybe Australia is going to start buying some submarines from the United States. So Trump leaned in closely Again, this is what the report says, leaned in closely to Pratt and said, Hey, let me tell you this. He told him how many nuclear warheads are on the United States submarine fleet. And he actually gave him confidential information about the stealth technology of our subs and how close we can get to the Russian subs without being detected information that would definitely be useful to our enemies. And Trump was in there at Mar-a-Lago bragging about it. So the question is, how did Jack Smith and his prosecutors find this out, right? They, they weren't told by these six journalists, 11 employees, no, 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 none of that. It was, as I predicted, a server at Mar-a-Lago, one of the staffers that happened to be standing right there as Donald Trump spilled these secrets. Y'all remember me telling you about that, right? A couple months ago, when I said that Jack Smith is now starting to interview some of the lower level staffers, you know, the housekeepers, the wait staff, the cooks. And I said, those people are going to be the ones that end up taking down Donald Trump because they're the eyes and the ears of everything. And they're the people that Donald Trump doesn't think twice about because he views them as lower than him. So he doesn't care what he says around them. Yeah, that's where this information came from. If of course all of this is accurate and Donald Trump was spilling United States secrets after leaving office, that is absolutely a prison sentence. The other people that we know of who have very publicly done this, I'm talking people like reality winner. I'm talking Chelsea Manning. Those people immediately went to jail. They went to jail before they even got a trial. They were not allowed to be released because that is how dangerous it is. Obviously, uh, in the eyes of the United States government to reveal classified information to people who do not have classified clearance. Um, now if this case wasn't in front of judge Eileen Cannon, I would say that Trump's definitely going to jail. Like hundred percent. I'd have no doubt if this was a fair judge, he'd be screwed right now. But because it is in front of Cannon, anything goes 
It's a Trump district where the case is being tried. So you're going to have a Trump jury, but this information, things like this, this could be too overwhelming for that jury to say, Hey, I like the guy. I'm not going to convict him. This may be the tipping point. So once again, kudos to the staffers at Mar-a-Lago for keeping their ears open and their mouths shut until it was just the right time to spill the beans. Good job, guys. Well, Republicans in Congress have their knives out for Matt Gates after what he did to their good friend Kevin McCarthy this week. And they are starting to share some stories that should send chills down your spine. One of the people, one of the Republicans in Congress who came out at the end of this week to tell us a rather disturbing story about uh, uh, Matt Gates was uh, Republican Senator Mark Wayne Mullen from Oklahoma. Mr. Mullen had this to say about Matt Gates and his escapades at the Capitol. Quote, there's a reason why no one in the Congress came and defended him talking about when he was facing those allegations that he ultimately did not get charged with. Uh, so there's a reason why no one in Congress came and defended him because we had all seen the videos he was showing on the house floor that all of the, uh, us had, had walked away of the girls that he had slept with. He would brag about, he would crush erectile dysfunction medicine and chase it with energy drinks so he could go all night. This was obviously before he got married, right? You know, I mean, Mullen's not trying to break up a dude's marriage, but yeah, he would crush up ED meds, like I guess Viagra, chase it with an energy drink so that he was good to go all night long. So I guess that tells you a little bit about uh, Matt Gates's stamina. If he can't, you know, got to have drugs and an energy drink in order to do it, but uh, it's pretty gross, right? So the question is, Mark Wayne Mullen, why, why are you just sitting on this? Why are you sitting on this kind of information for years? Why is the rest of Congress, as you say, they've seen the videos too. Why is nobody else speaking out right now? Or uh, not right now. Why are they only speaking out right now? Why didn't they speak out two years ago when this story first broke? Why didn't they come forward with this information? Why didn't they go out there and publicly attack him to get him out of Congress back then? He's from a deep red district. So if you guys kick him out, you know, you're going to replace him with a Republican anyway. So there's no loss to the party. Why wait until now? Why sit on this, you know, potentially valuable information, assuming it's true until he pisses you off? That's what makes no sense to me. I mean, I get why they're doing it now because they are pissed off, but why wouldn't you have done this earlier? These kind of seems like, uh, seem like the important things that not only does the public need to know, but those people who decided not to prosecute him, they probably needed to know these kinds of things too. Matt Gates has responded to Mr. or Senator Mullen's uh, comments and said, I don't think Mark Wayne Mullen and I have said 20 words to each other on the house floor. This is a lie from someone who doesn't know me and who is coping with the death of the political career of his friend, Kevin thoughts and prayers spoken like a true jackass, right? But Mark Wayne Mullen's not the only one. You also have Mark Short, who was the former chief of staff to former Vice President Mike Pence. Mark Short came out and said this about Gates. To say he came as a fiscal crusader, it's more likely he came here for the teenage interns on Capitol Hill, to be honest. Now you put those two stories together, you got quite a bombshell. If, of course, these things are true. 
So Mark Short, I know you're taking a shot at Matt Gates over the allegations that he faced, but do you have, do you have something to back that up? Is there any evidence that Matt Gates was, you know, uh, getting familiar with any of the teenage interns on the Hill? That kind of seems like something, again, the public and more importantly, investigators need to know about. And if there's any former interns or current interns on Capitol Hill who may have stories to come forward, I think now would probably be a good time to do it. Again, all of these are allegations. Matt Gates has not even been charged with any of this. But this shows you how mad Republicans are. So there's actually two distinct possibilities here. One, as I said, people like Mark Wayne Mullen may have just been sitting on this information for years, not releasing it because Matt Gates was a loyal stooge, but the second he turns, okay, great. We've got the cannon fodder. We can take you out. So that's option number one or option number two, as I posited earlier this week is that Republicans know more due to the investigation being conducted by the house ethics committee than they're letting on. After all, that's why we do have rumors swirling now of Republicans wanting to expel Matt Gates from Congress. They know what that ethics committee investigation has turned up. So Mark Wayne Mullen may not have been sitting on this information for years. This may be something that he had just learned from that committee. Either way, things are not looking good for Matt Gates. I mean, at the very least, these rumors are going to reignite that controversy that he was embroiled in with the all, uh, whole investigation. But if this information is coming from the ongoing investigation with the ethics committee, then I would say rather solidly, Matt Gates might be screwed. Ladies and gentlemen, all is not well in the pillow empire of Mike Lindell. On Thursday, Mike Lindell appeared on Steve Bannon's program to let Steve Bannon know that he had just been informed, he said 10 minutes ago, that all, all of his lawyers had dropped him. The lawyers that were representing him in the hundreds of millions of dollars that he is facing in those defamation lawsuits said, bye, Mike, see ya, but you can't pay us so we're not going to continue representing you. Here is what Mike Lindell said on Steve Bannon's podcast. 10 minutes ago, all the lawyers we have for my pillow and myself in the lawsuits with the lawfare with Dominion and Smartmatic, they just filed in federal court that to, to drop us as our attorneys. And this comes from the lawfare basically. And from the media, the attacks on my pillow, what American express did just devastating our credit we, I can't pay the lawyers. We can't pay. There's no money left over to pay them. I don't know where that leaves us, but I wanted to get out in front of it before the media is going to attack. <laughs> like, I just wanted to set the record straight that I'm broke before the media starts accusing me of being broke. You know, I, I wanted to say it before they could say it. Yeah, that's always, uh, I'm sure that helped, right? I mean, I don't understand the logic, but okay. I don't understand any of your logic. So you're broke. You got no money to pay for your lawyers. Now he mentions American Express. Now we talked about that story about a week or so ago. Uh, Lindell also came out uh, at the time, but again, about a week ago and said American Express had reduced his credit limit from a million dollars down to a hundred thousand dollars. That's still, still a lot of money. I mean, I don't have any credit cards with a hundred thousand dollar limit on them, but when you have to pay these high priced lawyers to defend you, you're going to blow through a hundred thousand dollars real quick. 
And apparently that's, that's not enough. And these lawyers are like, Hey dude, we, we're, we're still working on the case, right? We're still in the discovery process here. You got to pay us if you want us to represent you. And Lindell's like, but I can't look at my credit card. It's maxed out. I'm not selling enough pillows. They took us out of the stores. He whined about that last week too. So Lindell has no money, but he's not going to let that get him down because he continued. I will never settle anything ever. I will never. They've done this to keep me quiet. I will never, ever be quiet. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? I will never stop fighting no matter what. And I will never settle with the evil that's out there, the corruption and these guys, what they have done to our country with these hiding, hiding what's inside these machines. Oh boy, you're just out there slandering them even more. And the lawsuit hasn't even gone to trial yet, bud. That's so dumb because you don't even have lawyers now to tell you to stop your toast. You don't walk away from this a full man ever again. You're done. Because what's going to happen is that right now, like he'll get lawyers, folks. Don't worry. He's going to get some lawyers. But what's going to happen in the meantime is one, he's going to keep running his mouth. He's going to say things like that, keep uh, defaming the companies, and it's just going to be added to the lawsuit. And then when he finally hires lawyers, he's not going to be able to get the good high price lawyers. So he's going to have to scrape the bottom of the barrel and he's going to get people who don't know any better. And then he's going to lose anyway. But again... Bannon then asked him, I'm going to make a wild guess. I don't think this is going to, I don't think the media is going to spin this in a positive nature. I would get ready for an avalanche. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not putting a happy spin. Actually, I am putting a happy spin on Mike Lindell losing his lawyers because he has no money. Like that's, I'm, I'm positive about it. Like I'm in a good mood. So Steve Bannon, as usual, wrong again, because I don't think anybody on the left is trying to spin this as, oh no, this is terrible. No, we're loving every second of this because Mike Lindell, as I always say, did this to himself and he deserves everything that's happened. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.